good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You're listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm your host, Kieran Mack, and thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like this video if you're watching us on YouTube, and please do subscribe. We're also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and a host of other podcast players. Now that that's all done, let's jump into today's show. Well, hello there, and welcome back to the Thai Expat Daily Show. Today is Friday, the 18th of February, 2022, and we'll start off with the nationwide daily COVID report. The country registered 22 more COVID-19 fatalities and 17,349 new cases during the previous 24 hours the Public Health Ministry announced on Thursday morning. This compared with the 27 COVID-related fatalities and 16,462 new cases reported on Wednesday morning. The 22 new fatalities were between the ages of 50 and 105 years old. Now, as we said, 17,300 confirmed new cases with approximately 11,969 probable cases by ATK, that's rapid antigen testing. So we're looking at approximately 30,000 cases today. Now we had 245 cases from abroad and 169 from prisons. Out of the 144,061 people in care, 64,919 are in hospital currently. 728 are in ICU and 163 people are currently on ventilators. Now, Chambari Public Health Office is reporting 821 confirmed cases, that's up from yesterday's figure, 591 probable cases and one death. Most confirmed cases are in Chambari City, 162, Sira Shah, 225, and Banglamung, Patia, 183. There are 7,216 patients now in care. And in Phuket, the Public Health Office reported 665 new cases, that's up from yesterday's figures, out of which 510 are local and 155 are from abroad. There were no deaths, and there are also now 5,719 people in care in Phuket. And moving along to the first story of the day, the capital of Thailand's name to be officially changed to Krung Tep Mahanakan. Thailand's Office of the Royal Society, the ORST, has announced the change of the official name of Thailand's capital from Bangkok to Krung Tep Mahanakan. The name Bangkok will however still be recognised by officials. The Thai cabinet approved the change in principle yesterday and the new official name will not come into effect until it is vetted by a committee in charge of scrutinising all draft bills with additional observations from the Ministry of Foreign Affairs. Bangkok has been in use since November 2001. It came from an old area of Bangkok which is now part of the greater metropolitan area of the capital, Bangkok Noi and Bangkok Yai districts. In the same announcement, the ORST listed the official Thai spelling for other cities, namely the Thai names for Kuala Lumpur, Rome, Kathmandu and the Thai spelling for the state of Palestine. Now, an online campaign has been launched on change.org to oppose the change of Bangkok's official name to Krung Tep Mahanakan, a move which has sparked much controversy over the past few days. So far, the online campaign attracted just over 3,000 signatures as of Thursday afternoon. Under the description, it said the Office of the Royal Society statement that the option to choose between Bangkok and Krung Tep Mahanakan is not true because if the cabinet approves the new name, it will become an official announcement from the Prime Minister's office. This means one cannot choose whether to use Bangkok or Krung Tep Mahanakan. 
It further explained that the name change will cause more confusion, especially among foreigners who have been familiar with Bangkok for a very long time. Moreover, Bangkok is much easier to remember and the name change will be much more difficult to use in terms of business, communication, as well as historical information. Therefore, Bangkok should be kept as it is widely known around the world and will also reflect the pride of the Thai people according to the petition. Now, a rather strange time to be changing the name of the capital city of your country, especially when the economy is not doing so well, we're in a pandemic, and there are much more important things that need to be addressed at the moment. However, as I see it, if Thailand wishes to change the name, let them do so. But I don't think it should be a society that changes it as such. I think it should be given to the people to decide, maybe in a referendum whether or not you would like to change the name to Krung Tep Mahanakan or leave it at Bangkok or leave, leave it at Krung Tep, which many Thai people call it now anyway. So I think these kind of decisions when it comes to national identity should be left to the people of Thailand to decide, not a government organization or a prime minister or anything like that. It should be put to the people. So I wonder, guys, what do you think about it in your own country? If they decided to change the name of your capital city, would you expect that it would be put to the people or do you expect the government... Or would you allow the government to just decide to change it at a whim with no particular reason behind it? I'd love to know your comments, as always, down below in the comment section. And moving along, Amnesty International's faith hangs in the balance. The Labour Ministry said it is considering whether to refuse Amnesty International Thailand a new operating licence after determining the rights group had failed to comply with certain legal requirements. Bunjab Sutaman Samwang, the permanent secretary, on Tuesday said Amnesty International Thailand had submitted a renewal application with the ministry following the expiry of the old license on January 20th. License renewals take place every two years. The request will be looked at by a ministry panel tasked with enforcing regulations regarding operating licenses granted to international non-government organisations. The panel's job is to ensure NGOs comply with Labour Ministry regulations. A decision to grant or renew a licence depends on certain criteria, including the organisation not working for profit or being driven by a political agenda that threatens national security, Mr Boonchop said. Mr Boonchop said the ministry's employment department has informed the rights group about legal requirements that international NGOs must meet to function in Thailand. They must take a neutral stance on political issues and avoid acts that could lead to social unrest, he added. The organisation is required to submit a report about its activities every six months but has allegedly failed to do so. Amnesty was also recently accused of openly supporting three protest leaders whose actions were deemed by the Constitutional Court as an attempt to overthrow the democratic system with the king as head of state. The panel will also consider whether the organization's activities affected the public's faith in the Constitutional Court, judicial process, laws and the country's image, said Mr. Boonchop. Critics wanted kicked out of the country. Amnesty is accused of stoking unrest by suggesting that criminal charges against people urging reform of the, to the monarchy should not proceed. In a Facebook post, Samkit Oso Sapa, a former economics lecturer at Chilinacorn University, said the organization has technically been closed for two years for its alleged failure to file an activity report every six months. An aide to Prime Minister Prayachan Ocha said earlier that he was preparing to submit a petition this week seeking the expulsion from the country of amnesty, which ultra-royalists accuse of undermining national security. The petition, opposing Amnesty's presence, had attracted 1.2 million signatures, said Saksato Atawang, a former redshirt known as Rambo Isan, now a vice minister in the office of the Prime Minister. 
Mr. Seksakal, also fronts a new political party called Ruam Thai Sang Chart, which has pledged to propose General Pryat as Prime Minister in the next election. And next up, government approves incentives to promote EV shift. The cabinet approved a package of incentives, including tax cuts and subsidies to promote a shift to electric vehicles in Southeast Asia's major auto production base, a government spokesman said. The package for 2022 to 2025 is in line with a zero emission vehicle policy plus a goal to ensure 30% of Thailand's total auto production are EVs by 2030, Tanakorn Chana told a news conference. In the first two years, the measures will focus on encouraging widespread domestic use of EVs by providing tax breaks and subsidies for imported models and those made locally, he said. In the last years of the package, the support will mainly be on promoting domestically produced EVs while cancelling some benefits for imported models, Mr. Tanacorn said. This is to encourage operators to accelerate the production of electric vehicles in the country to meet increased demand. The country last year produced 1.7 million regular vehicles for firms that include Toyota, Honda and Mitsubishi. Mr. Tanacorn did not give further details of the incentives, which he said would need to be worked out with the Energy Ministry. According to earlier media reports, the package will help reduce the price of an EV by between 70 and 150,000 baht. And heading into one of our featured stories today, the Tourism Authority of Thailand unveils ambitious goals. The Tourism Authority of Thailand is rolling out plans to target the international and domestic market despite a tepid start because of the threat from the Omicron variant. Tat Governor Yutasak Supasorn said Thailand needs to turn crisis into opportunity and use tourism to help transform the country after the outbreak. He said the goal is to achieve 2.4 trillion baht in tourism receipts or 80% of 2019 levels by 2023. However, this sum is not the priority as the industry shifts to inclusive segments, said Mr. Yutasak. The target segments consists of wealthy travellers, retirees, remote workers, skilled professionals, millennials and active seniors. He expects the new trends to be wellness and responsible tourism. Marketing plans have to serve the demand in each segment, ensuring high quality and unique travel experiences instead of using the same product catalogue, Mr. Yutasak said. Tourism revenue for 2022 is set to hit 1.28 trillion baht with at least 626 billion baht from a minimum of 10 million international arrivals, spending an average of 62,580 baht per person, said the TAT. The agency wants to stimulate 160 million domestic trips, contributing 656 billion baht for the local economy with average spending of 4,100 baht per person. The strategy for the short-haul market is to coordinate with new partners including airlines like Thai Vijet, which TAT plans to sign a memorandum of understanding next month. Another potential partner for TAT is Air Busan. The agency wants to stimulate demand from millennials who care about the environment, said Tanet Petsuan, TAT Deputy Governor of Marketing for Asia and South Pacific. Emerging trends could be mined, he said, such as the popularity of so-called Thai boy love TV dramas in South Korea. Another trend is educational tourism, particularly in the Chinese market, as Thailand still sees 500 to 700 arrivals per day via business visas and student visas, despite strict border rules in China. Fans of Boy Love TV drama form part of the LGBTQIA community in South Korea and constitute a potential segment, said Mr. Tanet. 
He said soft power from influencers and media such as Boy Love TV series could include collaborations between Thai actors or Korean producers to inspire tourists to visit Thailand. Films have swayed tourist markets in the past, with the popularity of Lost in Thailand leading to an avalanche of Chinese visitors. In addition, the agency wants to focus its marketing plans on areas with potential such as Mongolia and Busan, South Korea. Mr. Tanet said the number of Mongolian tourists via the Test and Go last November was impressive, with roughly 3,000 tourists from charter flights. Their average spending was around 70,000 baht per trip. He said the Lao China high-speed train also offers opportunities for cross-border tourism and Tat's Kunming office is preparing to encourage more Chinese business travelers and tourists to visit Thailand through this route. To capitalize on the rise of remote working trends, Tat introduced the Amazing Thailand Workplace Paradise campaign to attract this group, especially from long-haul markets. The Tat Deputy Governor for Marketing Communications said this year's campaign emphasizes experiences under amazing new chapters from A to Z, Thailand has it all, based on the 26 letters of the Roman alphabet. For example, the letter Q stands for Quest of Dining, as tourists can visit restaurants recognized by the Michelin Guide in several provinces. Mr. Siri Pakorn said focusing on experiences can also be applied to the domestic market as local tourists continue to play a vital role in the industry, along with stimulus from We Travel Together, a hotel subsidy scheme. The top deputy governor for domestic marketing said product offerings would range from abundant nature to gastronomy and tinus. She said colors and themes will be used to identify and create recognition for each region. For example, the north has a cold tone of navy blue and the theme of north nostalgia, while crimson represents liveliness and is used for the central region under the chic central theme, says Miss Tapani. The agency's domestic campaign for this year starts with the Thailand Tourism Festival 2022 from February 18th to 22nd at Lumpini Park, intended to spur domestic trips. So where do you begin in all of this? I had been thinking that the Tourism Authority of Thailand have been rather quiet over the last few months, but it's evident to see that this is what they've been up to and putting together this marketing plan for Thailand for the next year or so. Now, although a lot of the items that they talk about are trending issues, trending issues are only there for a short period of time. So if you're not on top of them straight away, then they kind of just fade out and then they become nothing. And I think this is the problem with the tat. There's no point talking about trending items over the course of a year because it's just not going to bear any fruit, especially in relation to tourism. Now, what they don't mention in all of this is the fact that it's still rather difficult to travel to Thailand. There's no mention that we need to get rid of a lot of these restrictions entering the country. We need to reduce the PCR testing on arrival and on day five completely scrap it. All these things need to be gotten rid of and unless you're going to get rid of that, the dream of 10 million, 11 or 12 million arrivals, international arrivals this year is just not going to happen. So the sooner they do it, the more chance they have of at least hitting that kind of forecast. But as long as they continue with what they have right now, they will see a trickle because that's basically what we're seeing right now. In terms of domestic tourism, although the We Travel Together subsidy scheme is very, very good, and it's where the government pay 40% and the customer pay 60% of the hotel room rate, people right now just don't have the money to be spending on travel. The costs of goods and services are all rising in the country. It's become very, very expensive just to do a daily shop now. You know, as I said, pork prices have all gone up, gasoline is all rising. So people just don't have that disposable income to be able to go and stay in a hotel for a couple of nights. 
they also have to eat and drink when they get there and entertain themselves and all that kind of stuff costs money in terms of domestic travel and the we travel together i think we will only see significant travel during the thai festivities probably songkran will be okay it'll be pretty busy around the country and maybe some of the other minor holidays that are there but in terms of everyday travel no we're just not going to see that kind of tourism that international travelers bring the you know seven to the hen day holiday spending 50 60 70 000 baht per person when they get here things like that need to be focused on and if they're going to continue along the lines that they are because there has been no talk and i know people have said in the comment section oh well they heard from an agent they heard from this that the fifth day test is going to be scrapped very soon i have heard none of that Agents can say lots of things, but unless it comes out of the government's mouth or the rumor comes out of the government, then you're not going to hear it. I'm in touch with hoteliers all the time and nobody is talking about this fifth day being scrapped. Everybody agrees it's a whole lot of nonsense, but there's no talk about it being scrapped. And it seems like there's a an acceptance of it by the hotel, the airline businesses here in Thailand at the moment. So we'll see where that leads us over the next couple of months. I think Thailand has an awful lot to offer to both international and domestic travelers in terms of tourism in this country. It is a beautiful country when you get around there. The north, the south, even the middle of the country, all of it, it's stunning. It's really a great country. And I don't think you need to go overboard in the market. I think Thailand markets itself. I think the people, the culture, the food, the landscape, all of that sells itself. So you don't need to jump onto too many trending topics around the world. Now, they've also spoken about the digital nomad visa, trying to attract them. Well, the first thing they need to do is make it legal for digital nomads to actually work in the country. The problem with this, you know, working anywhere in the world thing is in Thailand, it's technically illegal to do any form of work in Thailand without a work permit. And as a digital nomad, to get a work permit is next to impossible. So promoting it on one hand, but the laws being against it when you get to the country are two different things. Now, look, I know many, many people do, and the chances of them getting caught are very slim. But if you plan to promote that, you should have the laws in that country in line with your policy to attract those people. And I think that also is something that needs to be looked at and changed. But I put it out to you guys out there around the world. What do you think Thailand's focus in terms of international tourism should be over the next year? I'd love to know your thoughts, as always, down below in the comments section. And speeding along, hopes high for influx of Indian visitors to Pattaya. Tourism operators in Pattaya hope Indian travellers can provide some relief during the upcoming low season as the Tourism Authority of Thailand prepares marketing plans for the South Asian country in line with the air travel bubble agreement. The acting president of the Chambari Tourism Council said there will be pent-up demand because of the lack of commercial flights during the outbreak, yet operators have to wait and see how many airlines will return to the skies, particularly low-cost carriers that can generate more volume. India remains one of the few short-haul markets that does not require quarantine upon return. Mr. Tanet said new registrations under the revised test and go scheme on February 1st are slower than the first phase last year as it is almost at the end of the high season. The recent surge in cases has also affected domestic travel sentiment despite a stimulus campaign while meetings and seminars in Pattaya from state agencies have been put off. 
Tanet Patsuan, top deputy governor of marketing for Asia and South Pacific, said the country had hosted so-called familiarization trips from India to Bangkok, Chiang Mai and Koh Samui from February 15th to 22nd. More familiarization trips are scheduled for next month. The TAT plans to participate in the South Asia Travel and Tourism Exchange 2022, an annual trade fair on April 18-21 in New Delhi, to keep Thailand as a preferred destination for the Indian market. After the Centre for COVID-19 Situation Administration approved a proposal on the ATB, the Civil Aviation Authority of Thailand has been working on time slots before submitting it to the Cabinet, then sending an official letter via the Royal Thai Embassy in New Delhi to India's Ministry of External Affairs. The Indian government has also implemented relaxation on guidelines for international arrivals effective on February 14th, including using vaccine certificates instead of a negative RT-PCR test within 72 hours prior to arrival. Mr. Tanet said Indian tourists via the ATB, that's the air travel bubble, may arrive in late April. The TAT aims to attract at least 500,000 Indian tourists this fiscal year, which ends in September. And Thai Google searches reflect online behavior and interests. Google searches for work from hotel surged 1600% in Thailand, while those for cryptocurrencies jumped 263% according to Google's Year in Search 2021 report. The report offers insights into consumer search behavior, which can be leveraged by businesses or brands for growth opportunities. Sari Bunritong Chai, head of marketing at Google Thailand, said people have adapted to the idea of constant uncertainties since the start of the pandemic. Last year, she said, people adopted digital more than ever before and consumer behavior changed in many aspects, including a blended way of living, shopping, work, finance and fact-checking. People are making use of internet access to get information they need to help them make better decisions, said Ms. Sarani. Millions of people in Thailand use Google search to gain information. Brands and businesses can play an important role in supporting consumers through their decision-making journey, she said. The report shows 90% of Thai consumers agreed they would purchase products from brands that provide helpful information when they were exploring options. There was a 30% increase in searches for which brand to buy. The report will help brands and businesses understand consumer changing habits and needs, as well as set guidelines for their business planning strategies this year, said Ms. Sarani. The report examines five key consumer highlights, namely digital mainstreamed, live re-examined, bridging distances, truth seekers and growing inequality, she said. Digital mainstream refers to the staying power of digital, said Ms. Sarani. Searches for what to sell online increased by 44%, while searches related to new user code grew by 50%, according to the report. Thai shoppers are increasingly interested in mega sale double digit days, while search interest in 667788 shopping festivals surging 110%. Shoppers also want free and reliable delivery, with Thailand seeing growth of more than 60% in searches for free delivery. Search interest in Sea Doctor Online also grew by more than 122%. Live re-examined is a trend where the pandemic led people to intraprospective and re-evaluate their values and lifestyle choices, she said. People are choosing new workplaces, with 1,600% growth in search interests in work from hotel, according to the report. 
Thais are also changing the way they look at their finances. Curious about new investment types with search interest in cryptocurrency growing by 263%. The bridging distance trend refers to people making use of technology for personal connection and expression of affection, said Miss Sarani. Search interest in anniversary greetings and send gifts went up by 210% and 69% respectively. Search interest in order for friends grew by 100% report found. Truth seekers refer to customers being more careful and thorough when making decisions. Search interest in topics related to fake news grew by 200% while search interest in is it credible grew by 72%. Growing inequality refers to the trend where more people are going online to search for solutions to help themselves. And finally, the Phuket News Daily Report. Patong starts cleaning up its act. Patong officials led another big cleaning day as part of the ongoing campaign to clean up the town and some of its ugliest features and areas. Patong police charge Russian tourists for using rented taxi as a taxi. Patong police have charged a Russian man for using a rented car as a taxi. The Russian national Vladimir Plakti, 36, claims he was only using the rented car to take his family to the beach, but police say they interviewed those involved and found otherwise. And finally, police tout good deed in Phuket after Russian's tourist necklace found. Tourist police yesterday went on a PR offensive to widely promote Phuket hotel staffers and local residents working together to find a family heirloom necklace belonging to a Russian tourist. The necklace was lost and then found on Nai Thon Beach last week. But ultimately, with this story or anything else that stood out to you today, I'd love to know your thoughts in the comments down below. Because yes, this is a new show, but it's also a conversation. Now keep that conversation going. Make sure you like this video, subscribe to the channel, share the video, and do all the good stuff that does help that YouTube algorithm. But ultimately, my name is Kieran Mack. You've been listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show, and we will see you next time.